Shalom, Elohim. Welcome back to the broadcast, Peace Be Upon You. I'm Sean, your host. Today we're looking at this week's Torah portion, and this week uh, is scheduled for a double portion again. First one named Matat, and the other one Masay. And so let me give you the portion summaries real quick from TorahPortions.org. By the way, this is chapters 30 through 36, which takes us all the way through and finishes the book of Numbers. So the first portion is Matat. And the name of the 42nd reading from the Torah is Matat, which means tribes. The name is derived from the words of Numbers 30 verse 1, which says that Moses spoke to the heads of the tribes of the sons of Israel. Numbers 30 discusses the laws of vows and oaths. Numbers 31 tells the story of Israel's war with Midian. Numbers 32 relates to the story of how the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh came to inherit the land east of the Jordan River. Except in biblical calendar leap years, Matat is read together with a subsequent Torah portion, Masseh, on the same Sabbath day. And so Masseh is a word that means journeys. And it comes from the first verse of the reading, which begins with the words, These are the journeys of the sons of Israel. Numbers 33, verse 1. Masai is the end of the continuous narrative of Torah that began in Genesis with the creation of the universe. The narrative does not resume until the end of Deuteronomy when Moses dies. The final reading in the number settles uh, several last-minute details. In it, we find a list of encampments from Egypt to the plains of Moab. We also find instructions for pointing or apportioning the land, as well as the specifics regarding the borders of the land. While explaining the land and its borders, Moses introduces the laws of the cities of refuge and more inheritance laws. In most years, synagogues read Masai together with the preceding portion atop, which accounts for the brevity of this portion's commentary. So we basically have six chapters here. Uh, real, real quick, the outline is vows made by women, the war against Midian, the return from war, the disposition of the captives and booty, conquests and divisions, the stages of Israel's journey from Egypt, directions to the conquest of Canaan, the boundaries of the land, the tribal leaders, cities for the Levites, cities for the refuge, and then we have laws concerning murder and blood revenge and marriage and female heirs. So that is what is uh, before us this morning. So it will take some time to read through it all. I'm going to switch things up again this morning. We're going to read from the Et Sefer. Uh, just to, two quick reminders. Number one, the Et Sefer has a few different pronunciations. Uh, the translator believes the... Uh, pronunciation of the name of God is Yahuwah, and so you'll hear that pronunciation instead of what I typically uh, translate it as Yehovah. Um, many debates about that, they're not worth uh, arguing over because the, at the end of the day we just don't know, so we just do the best we can. And so uh, be looking for that. And also I would just remind you that and I've mentioned this many times before, and I've written many articles about it before. I don't look at these Bibles like the Hallelujah Scriptures or the Sefer as a replacement for your King James Bible. I look at it as all supplementing each other. And 
these two specific translations uh, are more about uh, helping you with your uh, Hebraic studies and vocabulary uh, than anything. For verse memorization, I prefer the King James Bible, but I like to investigate other translations as well to get a deeper understanding. So that's why we do it. All right. That's quite the introduction. Let's get started, starting with chapter 30 in the book of Numbers, starting with verse 2 all the way through chapter 36, which will end our study in the book of Numbers. Let's begin. Verse 2. If a man vow a vow unto Yahuwah, or swear an oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. If a woman also vow a vow unto Yahuwah, and bind herself by a bond, being in her father's house in her youth, and her father hear her vow, and her bond wherewith she was bound, she has bound her soul, and her father shall hold his peace at her, then all her vows shall stand, and every bond wherewith she has bound her soul shall stand. But if her father disallow her in the day that he hears, not any of her vows or her bonds wherewith she has bound her soul shall stand, and Yahuwah shall forgive her, because her father disallowed her. And if she had at all a man, when she vowed or uttered out of her lips, wherewith she bound her soul, and her man heard it, and he held his peace at her in the day that he heard it, then her vow shall stand, and her bonds wherewith she bound her soul shall stand. But if a man disallowed her on the day that he heard it, then she shall make her vow which she vowed, and that which she uttered with her lips, wherewith she bound her soul of no effect. And Yahuwah shall forgive her. But every vow of a widow, and of her that is divorced, wherewith they have bound their soul, shall stand against her. And she vowed in her man's house, or bound her soul by a bound with an oath, and her man heard it, and he held his peace at her, and disallowed her not, then all her vows shall stand, and every bond wherewith she bound her soul shall stand. But if her man has utterly made them void on the day he heard them, then whatsoever proceedeth out of her lips concerning her vow, or concerning the bond of her soul, shall not stand. Her man has made them void, and Yahuwah shall forgive her. Every vow and every binding oath to afflict a soul, her man may establish it, or her man may make it void. But if her man altogether hold his peace at her from day to day, then he establishes all her vows, or all her bonds, which are upon her. He confirms them, because he held his peace at her in the day that he heard them. But if he shall any ways make them void after that he has heard them, then he shall bear her iniquity. These are the statutes which Yahuwah commanded Moshe between a man and his woman, between the father and his daughter, being yet in her youth and in her father's house. Chapter 31 And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Avenge the children of Israel of Midian. Afterwards shall you be gathered unto your people. And Moshe spoke to the people, saying, Arm some of yourselves unto the war, and let them go against the, Midianite, the Midnaim, and avenge Yahuwah of Midian. 
Of every tribe a thousand throughout all the tribes of Yisrael, shall ye ascend to the war. So there were delivered out of the thousands of Yisrael a thousand of every tribe, twelve thousand armed for war. And Moshe sent them to the war a thousand of every tribe, them, and Phininach, the son of Eleazar the priest, to the war with the holy instruments and the trumpets to blow in his hand. And they warred against the Midianim, as Yahuwah commanded it, Moshe. And they slew all the males, and they slew the king of Midian, besides the rest of them that were slain, namely Evi, and Rakim, and Tzur, and Kori, and Riva, five kings of Midian. Bilam, also the son of Beor, they slew with the sword. And the children of Israel took all the women of Midian captives and their little ones and took the spoil of all their cattle and all their flocks and all their goods. And they burnt all their cities wherewith they dwelt and their goodly castles with fire. And they took all the spoil and all the prey, both of men and beast. And they brought the captives and the prey and the spoil unto Moshe and Eleazar the priest and unto the assembly of the children of Yisrael unto the camp of the plains of Moab, which are by the Yarden near Jericho. Moshe and Eleazar, the priest, and all the princes of the assembly went forth to meet them without the camp. And Moshe was wroth with the officers of the host, with the captains over thousands of captains over hundreds, which came from the battle. And Moshe said unto them, Have you saved all the women alive? Behold, these caused the children of Israel through the counsel of Bilam to commit transgression against Yahuwah in the matter of Poir, Pir Oer, and they and there was a plague among the assembly of Yahuwah. Now therefore kill every male among the little ones, and kill every woman that is known a man by lying with him. But all the women children, all the women children that have not known a man by lying with him, keep alive for yourselves, and do you abide without the camp seven days. Whosoever was killed, any person, and whosoever was touched, any slain, purify both yourselves and your captives on the third day, and on the seventh day, and purify your raiment, and all that is made of skins, and all work of goat's hair, and all things of wood. Real quick, let's get a quick reminder. If you remember the, the prophet Bilam um, and the donkey, that whole scenario, uh, all that led to, he convinced, or he, he informed the king that the way to really defeat Israel is to basically seduce them with the women, and so the, the Midian women went out and seduced the men, and it led to a plague and all that. So that's why Moses is saying you can't leave these women alive, except for the virgin women who haven't done any of this. Okay, for those of you who are like, why, why would he do that? We have to remember the context of the whole story. Verse 21, And Eleazar the priest said unto the men of war, which went into battle, This is the ordinance of the Torah which Yahuwah commanded Moses. Only the gold, the silver, the brass, the iron, the tin, and the lead, everything that may abide the fire, ye shall make it go through the fire, and it shall be clean. Nevertheless, it shall be purified with the waters of separation, and all that abides on the fire ye shall make go through the water. And shall wash your clothes, and on the seventh day 
and you shall be clean, and afterward you shall come to the camp. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Take the sum of the prey that was taken both of man and of beast, you and Eleazar the priest and the chief fathers of the assembly, and divide the prey into two parts, between them that took the war upon them and went out to battle, and between all the assembly. And the Levi and the Levi a tribute unto Yahuwah, of the men of war that went out of battle, one soul of five hundred, both the persons, and of the cattle, and of the asses, and of the sheep. Take it of their half, and give it to Eleazar the priest, for a heave offering of Yahuwah. And the children of Israel half, you shall take one portion of fifty, of the persons, of the cattle, of the asses, of the flocks, of all manner of beasts, and to give them unto the Levayim, that is to say the Levites, which guard the watch of the tabernacle of Yahuwah. And Moshe and Eleazar the priest did as Yahuwah commanded. Moshe. And the booty, being the rest of the prey which of the men war had caught, was six hundred thousand and seven, seventy thousand and five thousand sheep, and threescore and twelve thousand cattle, and threescore and one thousand asses, and thirty and two thousand persons in all, of women, that had not known a man by lying with him. And the half which was the portion of them that went out to war was in the number three hundred thousand and seven and thirty thousand and five hundred sheep. And Yahuwah's tribute of the sheep was six hundred and threescore and fifteen. And the cattle were thirty and six thousand, of which Yahuwah's tribute was threescore and twelve. And the asses were thirty thousand and five hundred, of which Yahuwah's tribute was threescore and one. And the persons were sixteen thousand, of, of which Yahuwah's tribute was thirty and two persons. And Moshe gave the tribute which was Yahuwah's heave offering unto Eleazar the priest, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And of the children of Yisrael's half, which Moshe divided from the men that warred. Now the half that pertained unto the assembly was three hundred thousand, and thirty thousand, and seven thousand, and five hundred sheep, and thirty and six thousand cattle, and thirty thousand asses, and five hundred and sixteen thousand persons, even of the children of Yisrael's half. Moshe took one portion of fifty, both of men and of beasts, and gave them to the Levayim, which did guard the watch of the tabernacle of Yahuwah, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And the officers, which were over thousands of the host, the captains of thousands and the captains of, hung, of hundreds, came near unto Moshe. And they said unto Moshe, Your servants have taken the sum of the men of war which are under charge, and there lacks not one man of us. We have therefore brought oblation for Yahuwah. What every man has gotten of jewels, of gold, of chains, of bracelets, rings, earrings, and tablets to make an atonement for our souls before Yahuwah. And Moshe and Eleazar the priest took the gold of them, even all wrought jewels, and all the gold and the offering that they offered up to Yahuwah, of the captives of thousands and the captains of hundreds, was sixteen thousand seven hundred and fifty shekels. For the men of war had taken spoil every man for himself. And Moshe and Eleazar the priest took the gold of the captains of thousands and of hundreds and brought it into the tabernacle of the assembly for, more, for a memorial for the children of Israel before Yahuwah. Chapter 32 
Now the children of Reuben and the children of Gad had a very great multitude of cattle. And when they saw the land of Yezar and the land of Gilead, that behold the place was a place for cattle, the children of Gad and the children of Reuben came and spoke unto Moshe and unto Eleazar the priest and unto the princes of the assembly, saying, Ataroth and Divan and Yaezer and Nimrah and Chesbon and El Ali and Savam and Nevu and Beon. And even the country which Yahuwah smote before the assembly of Israel is a land for cattle. And your servants have cattle. Wherefore, said they, if we have found grace in your sight, let this land be given unto your servants for a possession, and bring us not over Eth the Yarden. And Moshe said unto the children of Gad and to the children of Reuben, Shall your brethren go to war? And shall ye sit here? And wherefore discourage ye the heart of the children of Israel from going over into the land which Yahuwah has given them? Thus did your fathers when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to see the land. For when they went up unto the valley of, Esh, of Eshkol and saw the land, they discouraged the heart of the children of Israel that they should go into the land which Yahuwah has given them. And Yahuwah's anger was kindled the same day, and he swore, saying, Surely none of the men that came out of Mitzrayim from twenty years old and upward shall see the land which I swore unto Avraham, unto Yitshak, and unto Yaakov, because they have not wholly followed me. Save Caleb and the son of Yephunah, the Quinzi, and Yahushua, the son of Nun, for they have wholly followed Yahuwah, and Yahuwah's anger was kindled against Yisrael. And he made them wander in the wilderness forty years unto all the generations that had done evil in the sight of Yahuwah was consumed. And behold, you are risen up in your father's stead, and increase in sinful men to augment yet the fierce anger of Yahuwah towards El Yisrael. For if we turn away from him, he will yet again leave them in the wilderness, and ye shall do destroy all this people. And they came near unto him and said, We will build sheepfolds here for our cattle and the cities for our little ones, but we ourselves will go ready armed before the children of Israel until we have brought them into their place. And our little ones shall dwell in the fenced cities because of the inhabitants of the land. We will not return unto our houses until the children of Israel have entered every man his inheritance. For we will not inherit with them a yonder side of Yarden, or forward because our inheritance is fallen to us on this side of the Yarden eastward. And Moshe said unto them, If you will do this thing, if you will go armed before Yahuwah to war, and will go all you armed over to the Yarden before Yahuwah, until he has driven out this enemy from before him, and the land subdued before Yahuwah, then afterward you shall return and be guiltless before Yahuwah and before Yisrael, and the land shall be your possession before Yahuwah. But if you will not do so, behold, you have sinned against Yahuwah, and be sure your sin will find you out. Build your cities for your little ones, and folds for your sheep, and do which has proceeded out of your mouth. And the children of Gad and the children of Reuben spoke to Moshe, saying, your servants will do as my Lord commands. Our little ones, our women, our flocks, 
and all our cattle shall be there for the cities of Gilead. But your servants will pass over every man armed for war before Yahuwah to battle, as my Lord says. So concerning them, Moshe commanded, Eleazar the priest, and Yahushua the son of Nun, and the chief fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel. And Moshe said unto them, If the children of Gad and the children of Reuben will pass with you over the Yarden, every man armed to battle before Yahuwah, and the land shall be subdued before you, then ye shall give them the land of Gilad for a possession. But if they will not pass over with you armed, they shall have possessions among you and the land of Canaan. And the children of Gad, the children of Reuben answered, saying, As Yahuwah has said unto your servants, so we will do. We will pass over armed before Yahuwah into the land of Canaan, that the possession of our inheritance on this side of the Arden may be ours. And Moshe gave unto them, even to the children of Gad, and to the children of Reuben, and unto half the tribe of Manasseh, the son of Yosef, the kingdom of Sishan, of Sikhan, king of Emorim, and the kingdom of Og, king of Bashan, the land with the cities thereof in the coast, even the cities of the country round about. And the children of Gad built Divan and Athroth and Orir and Arthoth and Shophan and Yaazer and Yagabaha and Bet Nimrah and Haran, fenced cities and folds for sheep. And the children of Reuben built Jasban and Elilah and Kiryathayim and Navu and Baal Ma'an, their names being changed, and Savam, and gave the other names unto the cities which they built. And the children of Mizkiar, the son of Manasseh, went to Gilad and took it, and disposed the Emery which was on it. And Moshe gave Gilad and Machiar the son of Manasseh and dwelt therein. And Yari the son of Manasseh went and took the small towns thereof, called them Chavoth, Yair, and Nabak, and went and took Kenith and the villages thereof, and called it Navak after his own name. Chapter 33 These are the journeys of the children of Israel, which went forth out of the land of Mitzrayim, that is to say Egypt, and their armies under the hand of Moshe and Aaron. And Moshe wrote their goings out according to their journeys by the commandments of Yahuwah. And these are the journeys according to their going out. And they departed from Ra'amech in the first month, and on the fifteenth day of the first month, and the morrow after Pesach, the children of Israel went out with a high hand in the sight of all of Mitzrayim. For the Mitzrayim buried all their firstborn, which Yahuwah had smitten among them upon their Elohim. Also Yahuwah executed judgments. And the children of Israel removed from Ra'amech and pitched in Sukkot. And they departed from Sukkot and pitched in Atham, which is in the edge of the wilderness. And they removed from Atham and turned again unto Siroth, which is before Baal Saphon. And they pitched before Migdal. And they departed before Sithroth and passed through the midst of the sea unto the wilderness and went three days' journey in the wilderness of Atham and pitched in Marah. 
and they removed from Ramah and came to Alim. And in Alim were twelve fountains of water, and three score and ten palm trees, and they pitched there. And they removed from Elam and encamped by the Red Sea. And they removed from the Red Sea and encamped in the wilderness of Sin. And they took their journey out of the wilderness of Sin and encamped in Dophakah. And they departed from Dophakah and they encamped in Alush. And they removed from Alush and encamped at Riphadaim, where was no water for the people to drink. And they departed from Rephadaim and pitched in the wilderness of Sinai. And they removed from the deserts of Sinai and pitched in Kervrat Hat Ta'ava. And they departed from Kervrat Hat Ta'ava and encamped in Katasarot. And they departed from Katasarot and pitched in Rithamah. And they departed from Rithamah and pitched in Rumen Peretz. And they departed from Rimon Peretz and pitched in Livna, and they removed from Livna and pitched in Rekah, and they journeyed from Rekah and pitched in Kohalaath, and they went from Kohalaath and pitched in Mount Shafur, and they removed from Mount Shafur and encamped in Kaarada, and they removed from Kaarada and pitched in Machelath, and they removed from Machelath and encamped in Takath, and they departed from Takath and pitched in Tarach. And they removed from Tarak and pitched in Mikkah. And they went from Mikkah and pitched in Kahasamath. And they departed from Kahasamath and encamped in Marakath. And they departed from Marakath and pitched in Bani Ya'akan. And they removed from Bani Ya'akan and encamped in Korhag Gedad. And they went from Korhag Gedad and pitched in Yatavathath. And they removed from Yafathaha and encamped in Eberba. Ebronah. And they departed from Ebronah and encamped in Etzion Gevir. And they removed from Etzion Gevir and pitched in the wilderness of Zin, of Tzin, which is Kadesh. And they removed from Kadesh and pitched in Mount Or, and in the edge of the land of Edom. And Aaron the priest went up to Mount Or at the commandment of Yahuwah and died there in the fortieth year after the children of Israel were come out of the land of Mitzrayim. And in the first day of the fifth month, and Aaron was a hundred and twenty and three years old when he died in Mount Or. And King Arad and Kenyanati, King Yanai, which dwelt in the Negev in the land of Canaan, heard of the coming of the children of Israel. And they part, departed from Mount Or and pitched in Salamanah. And they departed from Salamanah Mana, and pitched in Panun. And they departed from Panun and pitched in Ovah. And they departed from Avath and pitched in Ayi Ha'avarim and the border of Moab. And they departed from Livim and pitched in Divan. And they removed from Divan and encamped in Almon Divlahathamah. And they departed from Alam Divlahathamah and pitched in the mountains of Avarim before Nauvoo. And they departed from mountains of Avarim, and pitched in the plains of Moab by the Yarden near Yarako. And they pitched by the Yarden from Bet-Ha-Yeshemoth, even unto Abel-Hash-Shitten, in the plains of Moab. And Yahuwah spoke unto El-Moshe, in the plains of Moab, by the Yarden near Yarako, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, 
when you are passed over the Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all inhabitants of the land before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places. And you shall dispose the inhabitants of the land, and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. And you shall divide the land by lot for inheritance among your families. And to more ye shall give the more inheritance, and to the fewer ye shall give the less inheritance. Every man's inheritance shall be in the place where his lot falls, according to the tribes of your fathers. You shall inherit. But if you will not drive out the inhabitants of the land before you, then you shall come to pass. Then it shall come to pass that those which you let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your sides, and shall vex you in the land wherein you dwell. Moreover, it shall come to pass that I shall do unto you as I thought to do unto them. Chapter 34, verse 1. And Yahuwah spoke to El Moshe, saying, Command the children of Yisrael, and say unto them, When you come to the land of Canaan, this is the land that shall fall unto you for an inheritance, even the land of Canaan, with the coast thereof. Then your south quarter shall be from the wilderness of Sin, along the coast of Edom, and your south border shall be the outmost coast of the Salt Sea eastward. And your border shall turn from the Gev to the accents of Ma'alel Akorbaim, and pass into Zin. Sin, and the going forth thereof shall be from the Negev to the Kadesh Barnea, and shall go from Chatsar Adar and pass unto Atzmon, and the border shall fetch a compass, shall fetch a compass from Atzmon unto the river of Mitzrayim, and the goings out of it shall be at the sea. And as for the western border, ye shall even have the great sea for a border. This shall be your west border. And this shall be your north border. From the great sea ye shall point out for you Mount Or. From Mount Or ye shall point out your border unto the entrance of Kamath. And the goings forth of the border shall be Sadad. And the border shall go from Ziphron. And the goings of it out shall be at Chaksar Anon, and shall be your north border, and you shall point out your east border from Chatsar Inyan to Shafam, and the coast shall go down from Shafan to Rivla on the east side of Ayin, and the border shall descend and shall reach unto the sides of the sea of Kinaroth eastwards, and the border shall go down to the Yarden, and the goings out of it shall be at the salt sea. This shall be your land with the coast thereof round about. And Moshe commanded the children of Israel, saying, This is the land which you shall inherit by lot, which Yahuwah had commanded to give unto the nine tribes and to the half-tribe. For the tribe of the children of Reuben, according to the house of their fathers, and the tribe of the children of Gad, according to the house of their fathers, have received their inheritance. And half the tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance. The two tribes and the half-tribe have received their inheritance on this side of the Yarden near Jericho eastward toward the sunrise. And Yahuwah spoke unto Moshe, saying, These are the names of the men which shall divide the land unto Eleazar the priest, and Yahushua son of Nun. 
and you shall take one prince of every tribe to divide the land by inheritance. And by the names of the men are these of the tribe of Yehuda, Caleb, son of Yephuneh, and from the tribe of the children of Shimeon, Shimuel, the son of Milahud, and of the tribe of Binyamin, Elidad, the son of Kilklon, and the prince of the tribe of the children of Dan, Buki, the son of Yagli, and the prince of the children of Yosef, for the tribe of the children of Manasseh, Cheniyael, the son of Ephad, the prince of the tribe of the children of Ephraim, Kamuel, the son of Shiftan, and the prince of the tribe of the children of Zuvalon, Elitzaphan, the son of Parnak, and the prince of the tribe of the children of Yissachar, Palatiel, the son of Azan, and the prince of the tribe of the children of Asher, Akiyahud, the son of Shalomim, and the prince of the tribe of the children of Naphtali, Padiel, the son of Amuhud. These are they whom Yahuwah commanded to divide the inheritance unto the children of Israel in the land of Canaan. Chapter 35 And Yehuda spoke, and Yehuda spoke unto El Moshe in the plains of Moab by the yard near Jericho, saying, Command the children of Israel that they give unto the Levi'im of the inheritance of their possessions cities to dwell in, and ye shall go also to the Levi'im, suburbs for the cities round about them, and the cities shall they have to dwell in. And in the suburbs of them shall be for their cattle, and for their goods, and for all their beast. And the suburbs of the city which ye shall give unto the Levi'im shall reach from the wall of the city of the outward, a thousand cubits round about. And ye shall maze it from without the city of the east side two thousand cubits, and on the south side two thousand cubits, and on the west side two thousand cubits, and on the north side two thousand cubits, and the city shall be in the mist. This shall be to them suburbs of the cities, and among the cities which ye shall give unto the Levi'im, there shall be six cities for refuge, which shall appoint for the same for the manslayer, that he may flee thither. And to ye shall be added forty and two, two cities. So the cities which ye shall give to the Levi'im shall be forty and eight cities, and then ye shall give with their suburbs. And the cities which ye shall give shall be a possession of the children of Israel. From them that many, that have many, shall give many, but from them that have few shall give few. Every one shall give of his cities unto the Levi'im according to their inheritance, which he inherits. And Yahuwah spoke to El Moshe, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are come over the Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall appoint you cities to be cities of refuge for you, that the slayer may flee thither, which kills any person at unawares. And it shall be unto you cities for a refuge from the avenger, that the manslayer die not, until he stand before the assembly in judgment. Real quick, these cities in questions are basically a refuge where people could flee if they basically accidentally caused the death of someone. Uh, this was to prevent the family from taking vengeance on the person before he's had a chance to even stand trial. 
you know, before the judges, is essentially what the point of these refuge cities were for. It wasn't for criminals to get away. It was for people who may have done something that caused an accident and they needed a place to, to go. Verse 13. And these cities which ye shall give, six cities shall ye have for a refuge. And ye shall give three cities on this side of Yarden. And the three cities shall you give in the land of Canaan, which shall be the cities of refuge. These six cities shall be a refuge, both of the children of Israel, and for the stranger, and for the sojourner among them, that every one that kills any person unawares may flee thither. And if he smites him with an instrument of iron, so that he die, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. And if he smite him with a throwing stone, where he may die, and he die, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. Or if he smites him with a hand weapon of wood, wherewith he may die, and he die, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. The revenger of blood himself shall say, The murderer, when he meets him, he shall slay him. But if he thrust him of hatred, or hurl at him by laying of weight, that he dies, or enmity smite him with his hand, that he die, he that smote him shall surely be put to death, for he is a murderer. The revenger of blood shall slay the murderer when he meets him. But if he thrust him suddenly without enmity, or have cast upon him anything without laying of weight, or with any stone, or wherewith a man die, seeing him not, and cast it upon him that he die, but he was not his enemy, neither sought his harm, then the assembly shall judge between the slayer and the revenger of blood according to these judgments. The assembly shall deliver the slayer out of the hand of the revenger of blood, and the assembly shall restore him to the city of his refuge whither he was fled, and he shall abide in it until death of the high priest, which was anointed with the holy oil. But if the slayer shall at any time come without the, the border of the city of his refuge, whither he was fled, and the revenger of blood find him without the borders of the city of his refuge, and the revenger of blood kill the slayer, he shall not be guilty of blood, because he should have remained in the city of his refuge until the death of the high priest. But after the death of the high priest, the slayer shall return unto the land of his possession. So these things shall be for a statute of judgment unto throughout your generations in all your dwellings. Whoso kills any person, the murderer shall be put to death by the mouth of the witness. But one witness shall not testify against any person to cause him to die. Moreover, you shall take no satisfaction for the life of a murderer, which is guilty of death. But he shall surely be put to death. And you shall take no satisfaction for him that is fled to the city of his refuge, that he should come again to dwell in the land until the death of the priest. So you shall not pollute the land wherein you are. For blood it defiles. The land of the land cannot be cleansed of the blood that is shed therein but by the blood of him that shed it. Defile not therefore the land which ye shall inhabit, wherein I dwell, for I, Yahuwah, dwell among the children of Israel. Chapter 36 And at the chief fathers of the families of the children of Gilead, the son of Mikir, the son of Manasseh, and the families of the sons of Yosef come near, and spoke before Moshe, and before the princes, and the chief fathers of the children of Israel, and they said, Yahuwah commanded my Lord to give the land of inheritance by lot to the children of Israel. And my Lord was commanded by Yahuwah to give the inheritance of Selophakad 
our brother, who unto and unto his daughters. And if they be married to any of the sons of the other tribes of the children of Israel, then shall their inheritance be taken from the inheritance of the fathers, and shall be put into the inheritance of the tribe wherein they are to receive. So it shall be taken of the lot of their inheritance. And when the, the jubilee of the children of Israel shall be, then shall their inheritance be put unto the inheritance of the tribe whereunto they received. So shall their inheritance be taken away from the inheritance of the tribe of our fathers. And Moshe commanded the children of Israel according to the word of Yahuwah, saying, The tribe of the sons of Yosef has said well. This is the thing which Yahuwah commands concerning the daughters of Selophakad, saying, Let them marry to whom they think best. Only to the family of the tribe of their fathers shall, be, shall they marry. So shall not the inheritance of the children of Israel remove from, the tr from tribe to tribe. For every one of the children of Israel shall keep himself to the inheritance of the tribe of his fathers. And every daughter that possesses inheritance in any tribe of the children of Israel shall be a woman unto the family of the tribe of her father, that the children of Israel may enjoy every man the inheritance of his father. Neither shall the inheritance remove one tribe to another tribe. But every one of the tribes of the children of Israel shall keep himself to his own inheritance. Even as Yahuwah commanded Moshe, so did the daughters of Sephlophakad. From Machlah, Tertzah, and Koglah, and Milcah, and Noah, the daughters of Sephlophakad were married unto their father's brother's sons. And they were married unto the families and the sons of Manasseh, the sons of Yosef, and their inheritance remained in the tribe of the family of their fathers. These are the commandments and the judgments which Yahuwah commanded by the hand of Moshe unto the children of Israel in the plains of Moab by the Yarden near Jericho. And that finishes off our Torah portion for this week as well as finishes off the book of Numbers. Now, I hope that you were blessed by something that was read this morning, immediately there was a lot of city names that I struggled with pronunciation, and quite frankly, it was just a hard, uh, it was just a hard section, a hard portion to read out loud, and uh, maybe I should have read from the King James Bible this morning, uh, so that is that is my mistake, but at any rate, hopefully you were blessed. Uh, by something that was read this morning, you know some of this stuff with the Torah portions. You know we get sometimes we get sections where a lot of it is just a bunch of names, a bunch of city names. You know it's a record of what happened. You know there was a whole chapter that we just read that was just a record of where the Israelites dwelt city by city uh, from the time they left Mitzrayim, from the time they left Egypt, and so it's not always the most exciting things. You know there's a lot of names and it's all for historical record and so it's not always just a bunch of storytelling and today was just one of those big giant Torah portions where two were combined together lots of names and things like that and so my prayer is that you still got something from it um, you know you did get the 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 clarity about vows being made, um, uh, the the boundaries for the land that they were to inherit, uh, things of that nature, of that nature. 
So forgive me for any uh, botching of words that I certainly uh, messed up this morning. And uh, may you still be blessed in spite of me. All right, that's all I have for you. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.